Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. Think One. of all the hate mail we could get. True, Think we could, we could, we could we get, get hate mail. We but that would be could. mail, and I'd be excited about exactly. it. Exactly. Moist. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm Kevin. Hi, Kevin. I'm Mark. Hi, Mark. We warned you motherfuckers in the last episode. We did. <laughs> Who are you? Who is your daddy? And what does he do? My daddy's name is Tommy. <laughs> He's a dialman. Uh, I am Justin. Get your toy. Get back on the comet. <laughs> and this is Beer Tastic Voyage, the episode right after the one from the Imperial Beverages. Yeah, the one after the one where the Russian Imperial Stout was the lowest ABV thing that we drank. Exactly. So welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening. Today we are going to drink some beers from our old pal Charlie over at 1940s Brewing Company in yes. Holbrook, a free a favorite of ours. We always yes. like hanging out there, and um, I think we have th- I think we have three beers that we've never had from him before ever. Uh, on, the pod- on the podcast, at least on the podcast, so I think we may have had one of them before that. But yeah, looking forward to it. What did we? Um, I mean, if you want to find out more about it, go back in the archives, check it out. But really. What you should do is you should get out Episodes there and you go 18 visit. and 64. 18 and 64. But really, you should just get out there and go over there already because if you haven't, you're missing out. Yeah. Either, either start at Spider Bite and then go to St. James in 1940s or start at 1940s and then go to St. James and Spider Bite. I will reiterate one more time. It is not a good idea. Even though on a map it looks like it's really close, you do not want to walk. No. To you, the 1940s, to the other two, or vice versa, yeah, because crossing don't cross the highway, highway on foot is a poor life choice. Yeah, there's probably, I'd say, at least a 10% chance you get clipped by a car. Yeah. It's not a good idea. Yeah. So, but, PSA aside, <laughs> what do we have today from them? We have their uh, Obehave, which is a honey ale. Obehave. We've got their Vienna Waits For You, which confusingly is a Kolsch, and not a Vienna Lager. Right, I get that, but you know. And also uh, to wrap us up, we've got their hot chowder. Hot chowder. Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to that one. Right. I haven't had that in a while. So we're start. I'm guessing by the wonderful honey color that we're starting with. Obehave. That is correct. And it really is a honey color. Like it looks just like clover honey. Do we? Is, is there? Hun- do we know if there's honey in it or is it honey malt? I no. I mean, uh, I didn't check their website. I don't think they have it on their website. But the board huh. just said honey ale. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I've, I've I've had this beer before, but um, that's the color. It's honey color. It is. It has a has a, a bready smell to it, though. Little biscuity, bready. Some sweetness, definitely some caramel sweetness in it too. But yeah. definitely, not, I mean, you know, you smell my on aroma. My thought wouldn't be honey, but I'm going to imagine that the caramel and, and the sweetness is probably going to follow through in the flavor. So mm. Mark took a sip. What do you think? I definitely get some honey notes on the flavor. Uh, a little bit of sweetness. A little bit of. Uh, like a little bit of floral to yeah. it. It's very nice. It's it's a uh, and all three of these are like it. You know, it's hot as balls outside right now, and all three of these beers are Satan's testicles. That's what I'm going with. All three of these hot beers are appropriate for this. Uh, you know, pre Fourth of July heat wave. Yes, yeah. we all. I also thought they were appropriate because they're relatively low in ABV in comparison to the uh, previous recording yeah, by a half or more. <laughs> As my as my plan I, suggested, oh, start off strong, coast all the way. Not home. entirely. The hot chowder is seven point two. Oh man, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I get a, a really interesting like grainy malt quality, and then followed up with that uh, that sweetness from from either honey or a honey like sweetness. Yeah, it's definitely got uh, it's definitely breakfast cereal. 
yeah. on the front. Yeah, almost like uh, Cheerios or something. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, it just, but finish it, is really clean. Yeah, very clean. It's light. Um, uh-huh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't quite say that it's crisp, but it does definitely does finish clean. Yeah, it finishes yeah. clean, but but still uh, a little. It still finishes yeah. sweet. It's not a dry finish, right? Um, um my uh, my favorite thing about it is the uh, the hop balance. Actually, I mean, I don't really pick up like I mean, it's balanced in the sense it's ba- I'm sure it's balanced, but I don't really pick up a hop characteristic to it. Like, I'm not getting an overwhelming one where I can say, "Oh, it's probably this or probably that." Like, I. I know that I'm not that attuned to picking up a good hop flavor. Like, it really has to be punch you in the face before I even recognize it. Um, That's fair, but it also has But just, it's really tasty it, how it is. It's got like, a, the right amount of bitterness where, uh, you know, you're not necessarily picking up hop flavor. Right. But it's got the right about a, amount of bitterness that it's not too sweet. Yeah. I mean, I was just chowing on the, um, the uh, tortilla chips that are nice and salty, and this is a great... <laughs> combo to it super you're right right like come on this goes perfect with it after that yeah this is that that uh every fat person's like nightmare where you get the salty and then the sweet together and you just can't stop eating one or the yeah. other of them and by the time you're done you're like half dead in the bed yeah no this is this is amazing i mean it doesn't it's, it's i would it's, i would say that this is uh definitely golden yeah it is also very clear yeah does it has a nice clarity to it didn't really have much head, but it had some nice lacing on the side, like it hung up. And that might also be because we're drinking out of growlers here, so yeah, there may have been some carbonation loss in the filling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we didn't pick it up earlier today on so. on a successful yeah, swirl. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you got you got more head on it. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. I'm I'm sure I'm sure that uh, pour out of draft wood it hangs around a little bit, but yeah, it. Uh, it I really like this beer. This is my ideal lawnmower beer. This is a great. This is a great beer. Like it's. It somehow manages to come off as not special, but it's really special it because it's so perfect just, in all the balance there. Yeah, and I just got a really pleasant honey note on that last mm-hmm. sip. Yeah, on the finish, just like it was like bam, honey. Yeah, I was like, mm, yeah, I would die good. to know if the, if it's honey malter or if they they had a honey a honey addition to it. I feel I, like it was a honey. I'm addition. pretty sure it's a honey addition. Really? Yeah, I don't think we would have called it a honny ale if it was just honey malt. It's possible. Yeah. My my only thought on it not having a honey addition is that I think it might f- finish a lot drier if uh, if the honey was added. Not necessarily. No? No. It depends upon what they did with everything else along the way. True. They could also have done what you did with the, with the tropical stout and uh, killed it off and threw some in there. Yeah, I mean, exactly. They could have uh, added the honey, you know, in the, in the bright tank just before kegging it. Yeah, that would, yeah, that would do it. But yeah, this is a, this is tremendous. I love uh, it has that sweet quality that I love from darker beers mm-hmm. in a lighter beer. Yeah. I think that's what is really setting it off to me. Um, I mean, I haven't seen it in years, but you guys remember the Honey Brown beer that used to be around? It sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is like the lager cousin of it. Hmm. You know, like it's just a little bit sweet, but it's basically balanced. You know, there's nothing crazy about it, but it just has that little touch of sweetness to it that and. It finishes clean and goes down really easy. Like, I could just drink this beer all day, all the time. Like, once it's a, I'm not going to put it out of keg just because I don't think it's there's not enough going on there for me. But it's a growler all the way. Like, take this and just drink this and hang out and drink this all day at the party. 
and everybody can drink this beer and be happy about it. Especially, what was this, 5% you said? Uh, 5.2. Yeah, this is the killer. Yeah, like, this is just, this is just a, a great beer. Like, this is the, like, this is the one you start distributing, Charlie. Like, start, start bottling, start check, canning, and this is the one yeah, you distribute. Yeah, definitely, this is a prime candidate for a canning run. Absolutely. Yeah. Where are you I, where are I would buy a flat of it. Oh, yeah, this is flat worthy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with Kevin. Yeah. This is definitely a growler for me, especially like this time of year with all the barbecues and stuff that yeah. you're going to be attending. Like, this is a great beer to grab a growler up and bring it along. Yeah, I would, I, I'm going to make it a trifecta. It's going to be a growler, hat trick situation. I, uh, it's rare for me to have a beer that is, isn't dark that I, I want to drink this much of. And I, what's interesting is as it warms up, like Mark had said, you catch you more of the honey, honey flavor. Yeah. It, it's definitely a little bit more complex than uh, what it, what it appears at first. Yeah. Well, we're hanging out, uh, having dinner a little later. Like we, I may come back downstairs and grab a little bit more of this and have oh. this with dinner. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Because at five percent, like it's not going to kill you either. So what's the second one you're pouring out? This one's a little lighter. Wow. Yeah. So we're moving on to the Vienna weights for the the number four, the letter U. Okay. So this is so it's this a is, this is if Billy plan. Joel texted a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's short. Come on. Four, the number four, then you. Let's text speak for like young people and shit. <laughs> yeah, but where does Billy Joel come in? He has the a song, song Vienna, Vienna Waits for, for you. you. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like one of his biggest hits. I'm taking away it's your... It's definitely not one of his biggest hits because it's not on his greatest hits collection. Yes, it is. Volume it's on, 2. Yeah, it's, yeah, on, volume it's on the two? second disc. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I know that shit by heart. It's in, it's in a closet upstairs somewhere. Yeah, I'm taking away your Long Island membership card. I'm okay with that, honestly. <laughs> Actually, you know what? If you could take mine while you're at it. No. And this atrocious fucking accent that I have. <laughs> it's half overbite, half genetics. It's fucking awful. <laughs> I mean, you know, just looking at the appearance of this as I poured it out, this is, like, brilliant. This, this, is, this is one of the clearest beers I've ever poured out of a growler, ever. Yeah. I, yeah, this is really clear. The, the head the, is sick. The OB Hay was very clear, but, like, this is... You know, next level clarity right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna bottle some of this and just enter it in a competition and say that I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even tasted it yet. I just want to get four out of three for appearance. There you go. Mm. God the damn it! I'm like, the I thought I lost it. <laughs> I tasted it's hiding it. in the folds. This is definitely a good Kolsch. Yeah. Well, for those who are uninitiated, uh, Mark's white whale in brewing is Kolsch. Kolsch is the uh, Arr, the weight whale. Is the thing that Mark mine is oatmeal stout. Mark's is Kolsch. Um, we went a little bit of different different directions there. Mine should drink all the beers. Aroma wise, it's uh, it has a very interesting aroma on it. I, I'm trying to like kind of place it. It's yeah, the aroma's not as clean as the beer looks. Right, that's that's what I'm kind of. It, it definitely has the uh, the floral uh, noble sort of character to it. Yeah, that Kolsch's do it. It's and it also has the background minerality. That's what I'm smelling. Mineral. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's the word that that's what it needs. Mineral. It's, it smells like if you have heavy water. Yes. Yeah. And and you, you, and you turn on the faucet and you run in it like uh, you know and you're like oh okay yeah and it smells a little funny that's what it kind of smells. Yeah, like. and the, I mean that's uh, the city of Colm has very hard water. Yeah, so super, they, high, super high bicarbonate. Yeah, so they they obviously they've uh, adjusted their water to more reflect the yeah. city in Germany for that, which is why you know I tasted it. And I said, "Oh, that's a good Kolsch." Yeah, because it's a big 
part of the f- overall flavor of a Kolsch is that high mineral content. Right, and, and prior to brewing and, and learning things, I would have assumed that that character was coming from hops, which obviously it's, the hops are enhancing that yeah. character, but it really is the flavor really and, and strength of that bitterness isn't coming from the IBU level. It's really coming from the hops in conjunction with that, um, that water quality. Yeah, I also get a very low uh, fruit esters. Which is also okay for a Kolsch. Right. Now, those fruit esters from yeast? Yeah. Okay. It's from the yeast. It's because, you know, Kolsch is basically, uh, it's a German pale ale, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's fermented with an ale yeast, but then they, it traditionally, it's also lagered. Right. Which is, you know, helps the crispness of right. it and uh, also the clarity. At the, at the back of the sip, not really retronasal, but at the back of the sip, I'm kind of getting a little bit more of that uh, carbonic bite. Yeah, a it definitely bit has a it. bit of that. Like, kind of as you finish the sip, I taste just a little bit of that, almost like a seltzer would have. Yeah, no, like that's it, it definitely has that. Yeah, um, which is in, which is interesting because it's nice because you go back to it and you washes that away and you're like, ooh, that tastes really good. Um, the fruit esters, I'm not picking up a hundred percent. Like, I'm just. I kind of think I'm getting a little bit of it. I'm not sure. As it warms up, I'm I'm keeping my big bear paw on it to warm it up a little faster. Yeah, they, you know, they came out the um, growlers came out of the fridge just before we were going. I as it's warming up, I'm getting more of the fruit. I kind of swirl it around, and it's it's you know, it's uh, maybe a little appley. Yeah, that's the, that's the right way to go. Little, okay, so it's yeah. not a really pronounced one. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm I'm glad I'm not going crazy. No, I mean apples are pretty subtle. Aroma. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This for me, it's more on the flavor. I get it more in the flavor than I do the aroma. Um, my nose isn't uh, isn't the best um, in general, mm. but uh, it, it's funny. Again, as I drink more and more beer styles, especially more cultures because of your affinity for them, um, I enjoy this more. This is you know, when I first tasted it, I'm like, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, it's interesting. I guess a little bit of bitterness, but the complexity of the yeast character, along with um, kind of the interaction of the Really, the water more than anything is intriguing. Yeah. Now, Kolsch is definitely like one of my favorite styles just because of how light and crisp they are. There's just so many of them, though, that uh, like a lot of beers that are labeled as Kolsch just are so far out of style. Usually, you end up with some sort of. like some New Zealand hop in there, or some citrus-based <laughs> yeah, just, hop, or you know, or just way too much bitterness. And uh, yeah, yeah, I feel I feel like in other maybe in commercial styles of Kolsch's that I've had, they try to replicate that that mineral flavor with producing a more bitter hop in there, and it doesn't work the same way. Yeah, like a lot of a lot of Kolsch's that I've had from uh, like even. <coughs> uh, I, I picked up a six pack of the Captain Lawrence Clearwater Kolsch. Right, yeah, you and I had pretty some good of that. one. I yeah. like that one. No, it was pretty good, but it definitely had uh, like a more American sort mm-hmm. of. Yeah, there was there was probably Cascade in there. There was something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is definitely more true to style, I would say. This this, yeah. this tastes very similar to the uh, the Gaffel Kolsch that I picked up. Yeah, that's one of the commercial styles of Kolsch. Okay. Um, I I really enjoy this, especially so, for the color. What um, do you got for a rating, Justin? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go bomber on it. It's a it's very strong bomber. It's a, a borderline growler, and mostly for me, it's the um, that mineral quality in the finish that's gonna keep it away. But that's again, that's a this is 
quite the style. A personal preference of mine is that you know I don't want to drink as much of that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to second you on the bomber. Like this, where it hits for me. Um, I said it so many times that I have a little bit of a sweet that I have the sweet tooth that I want that little bit more sweetness. This is just a drier style. It's going to be that way. So I don't want quite as much of it, but it's really good. And it's really crisp and I think Charlie hit another great one here. Yeah, that's one of the things we didn't mention is the the uh the finish. The finish is in, like crisp. This is the definition of crisp in the finish. Yeah, the, yeah. I I really this is very close to a keg for me, but I'm going to cap it at the growler. Uh, but I really, I really do enjoy this a lot. Pardon me. So uh, <laughs> Kevin exploded at the corner. It's good. It's good. Kudos to Charlie and John because th- this is by yes. far the, too, the best Kolsch that I've had locally yeah, in quite some time. Absolutely crushed it. Um, that's tasty. I like it. Yeah, this is. Uh, Wow, <laughs> I think all of us are a little bit. Uh, awestr- I'm personally awestruck on it as you know how to how to style it is. It takes a lot to um, to do a beer like this to style. It's it's very simple, but at the same time to for, to get the two or three pieces you need together to, to hit those notes. Yeah, is is pretty difficult. Yeah, it, it is a very simple beer, but getting it just right oh. is definitely a challenge. There's nowhere to hide. Like, I, and that's that's also why I decided to make it my white whale, as far as homebrewing goes, because I want to challenge myself with the simplicity, basically. Yeah, well, we said that a couple weeks ago with the the Chimney Creek stuff, like really good, re- basic styles executed really well. It can't be beat. No, no, it just can't be beat. Like it's they've they've done the work to clear it up to you know perfect it. And if you can match it, it's great. So, we're moving on now to the uh, Wicked Chata. I'm sorry, the Hot Chata. Hot Chata. Which is the Wicked Chata with uh, added mango and jalapenos. Which you know is some depraved sex act behind Yawkey Way. The Hot (laughs) Chata. Fucking gross. Say it right, Frenchie. (laughs) Chata. The, uh... So, I mean, appearance-wise, it's definitely hazy. I'd say it's, uh... It's kind of it's orangey. It's, it's definitely more amber than yeah. It it's is. closer to amber. Yeah, is it's a little bit on the darker side. Nice white head on it. Um, kind of like fine bubbles mixed with some uh, some large ones in there. I get uh, a lot of floral hops on the nose, but also a Ooh. background of jalapeno. Damn son, Ooh, you smell this hop- is the shit. You smell jalapenos <laughs> like crazy. I want if I could wear a cologne, this is what it would smell like. Justin, just dip a finger and put it a little bit behind the ears. There you go. Steph will go nuts later. Oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> this, I, I, oh my god, I want to have all of the babies with this, the aroma on this. Like, this is amazing. I love how this smells. It, yeah, it smells faintly sweet, and then, and then jalapeno. I get it starts with a little bit, a slight bit of caramel for me. I definitely get some floralness from it, but I, you know, I think the floralness is kind of really the, the beginning of the jalapenos, and then I smell jalapeno seeds. Specific. If anybody's yeah. ever ribbed jalapenos for fucking losers that don't want the seeds in their food, that's what it smells like. Pansies. Oh, I hate those people. You know, oh. it was a freaking hysterical. Uh, like my, two weeks play, ago. my my complaint with the seeds is the texture. I don't like the texture of biting into this. No, no, that's fair. It's, that but that's fair. my complaint with them. So you know, Justin and I have been taking the BGC prep course, and uh, yes, the past few weeks that I've actually made it there, we've 
had uh, met up for dinner at the Halal guys. Okay. Oh yeah, in Farmingdale. Ten. Yeah. And uh, it was pretty funny because you know they've got their white sauce, which is like a, the yogurt sauce, and then they've got their red sauce, which is the hot sauce. Okay. And the last time I was there with Justin, the uh, the guy behind the counter, it's you yeah. know it's Chipotle style. You tell him your meat, and then you work your way down the line. And then they get to the sauces. Yeah. And they just start squeezing it on there until you say stop. And Justin was like two lines. And no, I said three the first time. Well, yeah, yeah I know, but yeah. I'm talking oh, about last I'm, time, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm talking about the the black guy that was like, oh, oh. man, I don't know how you guys do it. That's <laughs> oh, too yeah. much for me. Yeah, well, we threw. Yeah, there were two lines, and then he's like, I like, can I have some jalapenos too? And then he put some jalapenos on. And I look, kind of looked at him, and he's like, you want more than that? I was like, yeah, if you could like double that, that would be good. He's like, I don't know how y'all do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny because. Yeah. You know, he was in front of me, and then I was right behind him. I'm like, two lines of the red sauce. He's like, oh, man, I don't know how you guys do it. One is too much for me. Yeah. That place is awesome, though. If anybody's in the area, definitely check it out. It's yeah, really high-quality I've heard, food. I've heard good stuff from them. Very high-quality food. I kind of want to try the little halal trailer that's up up the block from me. Just oh, to, yeah. To, worth stopping in and just being like, oh, yeah, let me get, let me get a sandwich. There's only a 50% chance you're going to get hepatitis. Um, 50-50. <laughs> speaking of outstanding, <clears throat> yeah. this beer... Is outstanding. I love this. Yeah, this and the Sinner's Mass are definitely my favorites from 1940s. What do you think, Kev? I don't, have you had the, the the hot chowder before? I I haven't had hot chowder. Okay, before. Yeah. You um, definitely had the wicked I was, chowder. I, know. I was yeah, thinking the, I had the wicked chowder. We had the wicked chowder on our last. No, visit. there was a different one. This is not what I was thinking of. There was a different beer that we had had. I want to say it came in like a white can. That stash it, stash it. That yeah. was that was the one. That was Greg's. That was the one that that didn't have the heat. All right, that was the one. That was the yeah. one that I'm thinking of. This I'm is sorry. the one. Yeah, we have to throw love out there. That's a fucking good beer. Like I, we shit on it a lot, and Greg continuously reminds me. Yeah, don't shit on it. <laughs> don't shit on it. And I and I want to point out that we don't shit on it. It's just that we like heat, and that is a really good flavored beer that doesn't have heat. No, I'm just saying that it's not the flavor yeah. that I like. Right. I'm just, and that's what I was thinking of. That's what I thought. That was what was in my head. I, oh, okay. I, With the green, green olive. I right. misremembered. Yes. So that's not it. This is pretty tasty. Um, the sweetness and the sweetness of it with the jalapenos is really interesting. And I'm kind of like confused yet aroused by it <laughs> like you know i don't know that i can get aroused without being confused so that sounds pretty good to me i kind of have like a fear boner about it like it's like i'm not sure what to do with it but. i definitely have to look up urban dictionary fear boner hold on no it's what do you have to look up it's, if just, it doesn't, it's just exactly that it's no it's, you're if it not sure but you're like well if it doesn't exist i want to create it i know what, exactly what you mean yeah. i just want to i want to make an a, entry it was a uh whatchamacallit it was a All league right. thing it was on the league remember Oh, remember? Yes. Um, uh, fear boner. Not, not when you are so intensely afraid of another individual that you reach a point of sexual arousal. <laughs> yes, I remember. So, like this. with this one, like the I'm fear boner to... is a sign of submission to a more powerful individual. Well, this this one it kind of confuses me, yet kind of gets me excited. Like maybe it's not a fear boner, but it's it's, it's, a, it's whatever. A, but that's a great beer name, by the way. It is a great name. When you guys should brew fear boner. All right, well, I'll see, I'll see what's appropriate for that. But <laughs> I'm pretty I, sure I, that would be denied by the TP, TBT. Uh, yeah, it would be, but we're not bound to yeah, the TBT, TBT. So. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to keep smelling this. I just want to sit in the corner and put this on a rag and huff it like I'm 14 years old making a model in my room by myself. <laughs> no, the smell is the smell is amazing. Oh, yeah, the zip kicker. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> the Zapagak just killed it all. <laughs> yeah. No, the smell on this is so incredible. And it really is. I, I had one batch of hot sauce that I made that I was just like, I fell in love with. That it was just tropical fruit and heat. And that's what this smells like. It has, it smells almost like pineapple and jalapeno. And that's a good point. Tropical fruit. So obviously there's mango in here. I am not a... I can't really tell you what mango tastes like or smells like. It's not a thing I've had. Do you get any mango in it? I can see mango. Mango is not a... Like, mango very, is... Very, very, yeah, very Mango is kind of like apricot in the fact that it's not really a very strong flavor. That's a good way own. to phrase it. Yeah, it's a lot like apricot. Tropical apricots. Right? I will say this, and I think that this is where the mango comes into play. Beer is, the beer is definitely spicy. I will not say that it's hot, especially for my, my no, it's not crazy hot. ass palate. No, it's it's definitely not hot, but it has it has a little zip to it. It has zip to it, but I think that the, the mango might be balancing that zip very yeah. well. But listen, I I like hot stuff way less than you two guys. And this is it's there's that little bit of spice, but it's no way overpowering. Yeah. I feel like this is one of the, the best balances between having that zip that we always ask for in a pepper beer. And and yeah, having some, having Absolutely. a drinkable item, yeah, I, like it, it. This, I really like this beer a lot, and it's not very hot, but it does have a little bit of warming on the finish that just kind of lingers around for a little bit. It doesn't stick around for a long time, just a little bit, but it it just has that hint of it. Yeah, that, yeah, you know. No, really, I, it really does it for me. Sure does. You know, I'm probably going to give it the, and this is I'm gonna, probably going to give it the lowest rating out of the three of us. But, and again, it's not a quality statement. Um, have we done the ratings in a couple weeks? No, actually, it's no. a good point. All right, so even though we talked about it, we did two of them already. Well, we should do, um, we should do one, do it. If you're um, still tuned in and confused, yeah. So we start off. It's a five point scale, um, and it's based on how much we like to drink of the item, and not based on what we think of the quality. Usually, if we, there's a problem with the quality, we'll talk about that. Right. But we start off with uh, one is a taster, a two is a pint, a three would be a bomber, four would be a growler, and a five would be a keg. Meaning we want it on tap Gotta all the have time. It. We're a crackhead that has to have it, and there's no way that we could possibly see our lives without having that beer available to us at all times. Yep. So for me, this one is going to be a pint. Wow. Um, which you say, which you, you might hear those things and say, oh, he's giving it a two out of five. It's not good. No, it's amazingly good. I just don't know if I could drink more than a pint of this flavor without getting burnt, not hot heat burnt out, but just my taste buds being exhausted on the on this flavor yeah i that is a, a fair a fair point um and you know flavor I, satiation that's the word of all there you Thank go you. i i love it like a keg yeah but i'm i'm gonna end up at probably a bomber right well it's it's gonna be i'm gonna end up at a growler okay a bomber definitely came to mind yeah but i'm a glutton for pun not punishment and heat but I'm a, I'm a glutton for for wanting too much of a good thing yeah so i'll probably end up drinking a growler of it no, I could definitely see you sitting down and having a growler of this and being like, you know what, let's during the football game and just killing yeah. this whole thing during the, the course of the game. Exactly, that's what that's what exactly what would happen. Yeah, um, it, I'm I'm incredibly impressed at the ability to have the level of pepper flavor, pepper heat, all balanced in with also a solid beer in, yeah. in and of itself. 
How about yeah, you, Mark? I'm I'm with Justin here. It's definitely a growler for me. Right. I don't need to have this on demand all the time, mm-hmm. but I I really do enjoy this a lot. And right. like I said before, this is one of my two favorites from 1940s. The other right. being the Sinner's Mass, which is which there is mixed beer. out. Love well, that. Well, beer. you you dig on the. Uh, What's the uh, the Roggen beer that we love? Eight thirty eight. Oh, eight thirty eight. Eight thirty eight is very good too. Yeah. Um, actually, I think when I was there yesterday picking up these beers, that may have been the first time that I've been there that eight thirty eight wasn't on the board. Oh, I know. You know what? Eight thirty eight hasn't been on a little bit because the last time I was there, you know, it wasn't on. I can understand it not being on right now. I think as the weather cools off, it, you, you could come back to it. But right they now, also have a much larger repertoire of beers yeah. now. Yeah, um, they, they've definitely expanded their breadth of uh styles john is doing a, a great job with that i don't think i've met john i know i met charlie a few times but i've never met uh john is like the head brewer okay occasionally he's behind the bar but not very often right uh john has probably given me like six 1940 stickers <laughs> oh six you only have six <laughs> shit i got i don't i'm i uh, might have more than that i'm yeah. just saying like I, i'm not kidding I, I, have, I have a stack i can I, see it on top of I, the i've picked up <laughs> i've picked up beer from 1940s when john's been behind the bar and i and it, like i you know he's gotten to give me a sticker and be like i i've got a bunch already and he's just like here you go <laughs> um and, and speaking of behind the bar one thing i will say about 1940s like the vibe in that place on a friday is more akin to me to a bar than a brewery um, my, what I mean is, like, a lot of times if you go to, say, we'll call it Jamesport, right? Yeah. Jamesport's got this big open area. It's got um, sort of a family atmosphere. Not that you can't bring kids to the 1940s. We bring our kids there a number of times. Yeah. But in particular, I think that if you're looking for a local hangout. Um, That's what you get there. Where, you, where you know, you everyone seems to talk to each other every time I'm there. Right. Almost no one's secluded off in a group. It's a really, I, I, you know, saying it's a bar wasn't negative. It was just more of that local watering hole hangout quality right. that you don't get from some other um, breweries. I mean, I think Spider Bite's very similar in that regard, where um, the size of the place, in addition to um, kind of the fact that they have a lot of regulars, it appears, both of those places, yeah, um, make it a place where you can go and, and meet people and hang out and actually really talk about quality beer. And I, and I would say 1940s, on average, more than most other places, I find people who are... We'll call them craft beer civilians. They enjoy craft beer, but they're not craft beer nerds either. Right. So if you're if you feel like you want a really good beer and you don't know you don't you don't you want to take your friends who aren't craft beer nerds or right. snobs to a place, I think 1940s is a great option. Yeah, I mean, I uh, one of the guys that I work with uh, lives relatively close to the three of them over there. Okay, and uh, I ended up just having to be sitting eating lunch. At the same time as him in the past week, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? I've, I still haven't been to any of those breweries over there." And I'm like, <laughs> "What are you waiting for?" Dude? Yeah, I was like, "Oh, what you, are you should work for? on that." He was like, "Yeah, I taking the kids there." I'm like, "I take my kids there all the time." Like, <laughs> my daughter loves the shuffleboard table. I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say <laughs> the that, that is. Table. I almost forgot that is. You don't see those too many places anymore. And there's no, a not full, at all. No, there's not a, a Long Island thing. Full size shuffleboard. Nice. Not like one of those shorties that like you know it's eight feet long and you're yeah. kind of like playing. T- it's a full length. I think it's about twelve feet long. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's and they they have the uh, the um, cornmeal right the there. Sawdust. Yeah. Sawdust. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. They actually. Oh, yeah. I think it's so, sand, but yeah. Mo- the, tr- like, Whatever. It traditionally, is. I've seen cornmeal yeah. used just because I've of seen pre- sawdust. Probably, Every you know. place that I've ever gone, I've always seen sawdust. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I want like they kind of sawdust you use to like clean up like uh, spills, yeah, or something like that, or like pick up dust that a like the old timey janitors would use. All right, at some point, if you ever if you ever finish, like, well, your basement's finished, but if you ever make it a place to hang out, like we have to put one of those. Oh down yeah, there. no, that's that's the plan. At some okay, point. we'll make that happen. Um, Listen, two years in, and I've got one room changed over the way I planned to do it, so I think I'm on a pretty good path. You're doing better than I did with my last house, so that's, that's a fact. But um, anyway, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, whatever. And I was like, bring the kids. He's like, yeah, but, like, you know, I'm my concern is, is that, uh, you know, my kids are going to tell on me. <laughs> like, we stopped at the brewery. Daddy was drinking beer. <laughs> Yeah. We don't have that problem. Typically, if we go, with the only if Flack will get is our wives saying, "How come we weren't invited?" Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, we go get beer now. <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, that's my son. Where we go? We go to the store. We get beer. Like that's if I say store, he immediately assumes that it's beer. And beer, by the way, is also homebrew. He counts homebrew like going to buy grain as buying beer. Thankfully, because of homebrew, I don't buy nearly that. He's, He's, He's not wrong. He's not wrong. It will be beer at some point. Right. But yeah, I, we I highly encourage anybody who hasn't been there to go in. If you have been there, it's go back because yeah. it's it's very rare occurrences. There's not something on the board for someone. If there's something that you really love from 1940s that we haven't talked about, give us a shout. Let us know. I want to mention their uh, Signal Eight. Which, oh, release right, right, yeah, right. That just which, happened. Yeah, it's uh, available in cans, and it's uh, part of the proceeds are going to a local fire department. I believe yeah, it's either that or it's it's a fire department or um, first responder related cause. I'm sorry. Hold on, I'll find out for sure. Justin <laughs> googles it. There you go. That should be the sub. That's going to be our new podcast title: Beer Tastic Voyage colon Justin googles it. <laughs> <laughs> the best typing you could ever listen to. There you go. <laughs> Was it the uh, the Rockford Files? Something like that. Something along those lines. I don't know. Um, Does he have it yet? Can you can you fill time? I mean, we Christ, need, to, va- we need to vamp a little more. Um, <laughs> all right. Have you heard about any new breweries coming out, Mark? Well, oh, yeah. Uh, Northwark Brewing Company opening, as far as we're concerned, opened yesterday. Really? Uh, yesterday in our time, so that's what? June, thir- June 30th. June 30th? June 29th. I'm oh, sorry, you're... Yeah, no, today's Sunday. Today's the first. Oh, yeah. Today's the first. So it was. It was. Yeah, it was the twenty ninth. It was the twenty ninth. Yeah, yeah. Friday the twenty ninth. Friday the twenty ninth. Okay. Well, Bird you're both right and wrong. Up. It wasn't yesterday. It was Friday. <laughs> All right. I was gonna say. Um, hey. I don't know. All I know is it was a crazy week. In in our time, it was a crazy week for me. And this be- these beers are extremely appreciated right now. That was a crazy game of poker. <laughs> yep. All right, I, I can't. I know it, only thing I could find is that it's in collaboration with local Someday fire department people, so I can't say about the proceeds situation. But um, I, I definitely know that part of the proceeds are going to something along those lines. Yeah, yes, they, I, I agree. Definitely benefiting. Yeah, it's along the lines of the same thing. First that I think responders Gar- Garvey, in, in Garvey's some point does with uh, their uh, their beer, right? Yeah, in Bruce, yeah, goes to veterans. So. Right, go support them. Support them in everything they yeah. do. Great beer. Yeah, if you haven't gotten over there and checked out 1940 stuff, you're missing out, guys and girls. Like, you need to go there post haste and uh, drink some of the fine beers and hang out, enjoy the establishment. It's Indeed. A great spot. All right, guys. All right, I think that just about wraps us. You guys got anything? Nope, mm, not this week. All right, so cheers, everyone. Bye. 
If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.